When it comes to discussing the realities of parenting, you can expect some sensitive material and occasional profanity. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Anonymous Mom, a podcast for two childhood friends reconnect to discuss mom life, adulting, and everything in between. And today we are talking about boredom. Oh, sorry, I was supposed to do that. Oh, you were supposed to do that? Sorry. Stole <laughs> no, the stage. No, I was, Stole the microphone. I was, no, yeah, that's fine. Because I was literally in my head just getting ready to go, mom, I'm so bored. What mom. is there to do? <laughs> yep. Not to sound like a boomer, but back in our day, we were always fucking bored. Yes. But boredom always led to something. We always figured out what to do. We always found something to do when we were bored. I'm sure we complained about it too. Yeah. Many of us feel a sense of panic if our kids say that they're bored. I know mm-hmm. I do. And I don't. peak, I am bored <laughs> stage. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't care well, if my I kids are bored. I know parents out like, there like me if you hear Oh, no, there are. Wrong. I'm doing something I'm, wrong. No, I- probably back then I was a little bit more. But two, I always remember, and I think also it helped me being in therapy, is my therapist was always like your kids have to figure shit out on their own stop trying to fix everything because when you're fixing everything they don't know how to they turn into people who can't fix anything as adults so I think that that always helped but I mean my kids will say they're bored all the time and I'm like Mm -hmm. no I don't care go do something and now the only thing that I think I get more pissed about is their boredom turns into going on their phone yes and you know so that's where that's where Right. So like you had to. So yeah. This episode is for kids and adults, I want to point out. Oh, yes. Because adults. good for everybody. Right. And the other thing too, when it comes to like being bored, if you do not know how to be bored as a child, when you get to be an adult, that's going to cause raging anxiety. You're going to feel like something's wrong. Mm -hmm. Why am I not constantly occupied? Why is my Amazon package not here? (laughs) Again, I'm going to blame Amazon Prime for (laughs) the impatience of our society. I just wish you know, I love you, sure. Amazon. I blame Amazon yeah. for all my life problems. <laughs> yeah. I love you, Amazon, but I'm still but in you. victim mode. <laughs> I love you, but I hate you. Yep. So I found a great article on Mayo Clinic's website, and they get into the whole idea of I'm bored and how do you approach that? Many parents have heard this from their children, and it may make parents feel like they're failing, need to find something for their child to do. Or simply annoyed that their child seems incapable of entertaining themselves. And I am guilty of both (laughs) at times. See, I think it's also too, it depends on the kid. You know, I don't think it all has to go back to the parenting. I mean, I do think there's parenting where too much making sure that your kid is entertained and you're playing with them all the time. Having a schedule that's completely jam-packed. My kids always played by themselves. My kids were always really, I did not sit down and play with my kids. I will fully. But you also have kids that could play with each other. Yes. But back in the day was always really really good at playing by herself my youngest did but yeah then they had each other I know some people still sit down and play with their kids that have younger children like yourself or some other friends and I just never sat and played games with my kids like you were mentioning with the phone when your kids bored your automatic is to give them their tablet to turn something Mm -hmm. on and it's because you want them to feel that satisfaction so in your head you're feeling that boredom is triggering your own subconscious connection to boredom and you want them to experience a satisfied activity right that is not what we need to do we actually need to experience boredom mayo clinic suggests that a little boredom for children and adults can be a good thing it can stimulate creativity and problem solving while giving the brain time to recharge 
while we'll be focusing on kids and boredom, this day and age with social media, it's our knee-jerk reaction to grab a phone anytime we're not doing something. Or is that just me? <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to be more aware of it only because I feel like I am on my phone all of yeah. the time. And I know anxiety comes from me being on my phone all the yes. time. So there'll yes. be times where I'll sit in the car. If I, well, when I used to pick up the kids from school, I would sit and I'd immediately get on my phone and scroll. And then I'm like, I should just be sitting here and just taking in the scene. But it's hard. I want to be on my phone and be stimulated all the fucking time. Yeah. I mean, with my job, so much of it's on computer phone all the time. And mm-hmm. if I'm sitting there, I just feel like I need to pick up my phone. And so that's something I'm trying to deprogram myself from. Yeah. Well, it's hard and you have to like think because the reaction. Yes. Part of it was before the new year started, I turned off my sound notifications for my email Oh, because that was a big one for me. I mean, it's like, like, I turned off all, I turned off all my notifications because that gives me anxiety. I cannot handle having notifications. So why do people get bored? Mayo Clinic says that the feeling of boredom is when the brain struggles to fill time. People may feel restless or have a lack of interest in their surroundings. Boredom is common with over 60% of adults reporting that they feel bored at least once a week. And I feel like that's a little low. And I was going to say, Jesus, once a week? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's not real. That's not male. Can we retest? Can we do a new survey? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, I think this was from 2018. So it's probably time for a new survey anyway. Well, and I think after COVID and this after was like, COVID, shut, that's what yeah. I mean. yeah. So it's like, I think what that made people, because you couldn't do anything. So yeah. I think that peaked people's boredom. And then that's when everybody's like, well, the anxiety yeah. of boredom. Yes. So yes. I think that it would be a very good study because now we have anxiety of because of bored boredom because yeah. of COVID. Yeah. And I feel like the older I get, though, the more I'm okay with being bored. The other night I realized I sat down on the couch and I like was just sitting there and I was like, God, I mean, there's stuff I need to do, but I kind of just want to sit here and be bored. Yeah. And I think it's because we were talking about this. But now I'm, after we talked about doing this, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be really aware of when I'm bored as an adult. Because I think we always think of it as children. So here's the thing is, I think we don't really remember our boredom. We remember the things we did when we were most likely bored. Mm Mm-hmm. For me, I remember going in the backyard and there was this tin bucket that my mom had and I'd go and get leaves and flowers and random shit and fill water and say I was making perfume and I had a perfume shop. I guarantee that's because I was fucking bored of shit. Yeah. I don't realize that that came from boredom, but that's one of my favorite memories. Yeah. You were earthing back then already. Dude, I know. I'm, yeah. I am who I am. Yep. That's, I love it. And going off of that, Mayo Clinic points out that we're living in different times in this age of electronic-based instant gratification. When we look at our kids, we can't put it in the same context of when we were kids. But, but yeah, everybody does. But yes, of course we do. I mean, it's what you do. Right. <laughs> you know, our parents did yep. it, we do it. To learn from the past, but to look at the now. So today, electronics capture a significant amount of people's attention. But this readily accessible medium may have swung too far in capturing people's attention. Instead of short-term relief for boredom, many people spend hours on electronics. When you had an activity from boredom, you only did it for so long. But social media and the internet is literally timeless. There's Mm -hmm. no time limit to what you can look at, listen to, and watch. Right. I mean, a DVD, we put in a DVD, that's all you got. Netflix. You just keep streaming. You can stream until you die, you know? Yeah. (laughs) No, it's, yeah. 
And I'll admit that I did spend like a solid 16 hours sometimes in my windowless basement playing World of Warcraft as a kid. But I also... I didn't know that you played World of Warcraft. This may be a whole nother... I I didn't know that. Before it was interactive. So I played it when it was just one player building their village and fighting ogres and I don't remember that. I just remember making dance videos to like Backstreet Boys. Like every time I see her like... I just love seeing those videos of 14 year olds making TikToks. What I looked like... When I was 14 making a video and it reminds me of just all the stupid videos we would make. Preteen, I said I was gonna be a choreographer. That was my goal. I oh. miss music videos and recreating. Oh yeah. Okay, back to I did not know. So when you weren't making yes, music, we're, we're, when we weren't doing dance videos, you were secretly downstairs, probably when we were doing something yeah. and you didn't want to come with us. You were doing this is what I was doing. I was nerding out in my windowless basement. And I'd go up and be like, holy shit, it's daylight. I mean, obviously this was only in the summer, but that was still balanced with then going and riding my bike for hours on end or rollerblading around town five times, right. you know? So the fact that we did not have streaming, social media, we had the internet, but it was dial up, you know, but that's not an excuse for not allowing kids to be bored. Right. This day and well, age. and one thing when it comes to the being bored, I think a lot of parents have their kids in so many activities because they don't want them to be bored keep them so busy so Mm -hmm. that A, they never get bored, but then B, when they are bored, Mm -hmm. well, then that's your problem suddenly. And technically that's not your problem. It's letting them be okay and sitting in the boredom for a little bit. And we're going to get to that because you want to encourage boredom. It it can be frustrating because you do take that on as I'm the parent. And so this is my job, but this is actually something that is part of a child's development and something that's really going to benefit them, allowing them to be bored, but encouraging boredom. And it's not going to say that, you know, they say I'm bored and you're like, well, boredom is something that is going to help you. And they're going to be like, okay, mommy, and go do shit. Right. And it's going to take right. some time, but my kids just used to it. Yeah. My kids just walk away when I start going, well, the benefits of boredom would be <laughs> that's how they just slowly walk away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sitting here you listening to this. <laughs> I'm but not going to hear mom on her redirecting them yeah. to, to embrace the boredom though. Yeah. Consuming so much time on electronics causes a particular problem for our brains. And Mayo Clinic states the less people experience boredom, the less equipped the brain is to deal with it. Now, this is something I want to highlight because, like I said, the people with the jam-packed schedules and not allowing for time to just sit. I want to see a study that connects this to addiction because that need to constantly feel satisfaction is a big role. Right. The stimulation. Well, okay. So that's kind of funny you said that because before you had said boredom can be defined as the adverse Mm -hmm. experience of wanting, but not being able to engage in, Mm -hmm. it reminds, this is terrible, but it reminds (laughs) a sex popped into my head when you said that you want to have this, no, just like sex in general. You want to have, you want to have the experience of having sex, but then you also want to make sure that you orgasm and if you can't orgasm like that's I don't know why that came to mind right so then as addiction the whole entire thing is you want the buildup for the ultimate orgasm because that's what drug drug addicts usually say it's the best feeling it's like having the best orgasm you'll ever have here's another layer to this I hope somebody at Mayo Clinic is listening (laughs) I want to not only see the connection between lack of boredom and having boredom part of your childhood development, but also men versus women because men orgasm. 
they orgasm but every time 10% they percent of women orgasm oh do not even get me started on that whole entire thing i could sit and talk about sex all day long that's another we'll <laughs> i could talk, about, talk about mental health and sex. sex i can talk about those things we'll all day a, let's long talk about sex yeah. don't worry but and what can we that, play dlc or so not we, salt and pepper? I, I just have a feeling that women are more adaptable to boredom than men are. <laughs> I, w- I would think Throwing so it because it's this, it's that satisfaction of, yep. we don't always get that satisfaction. So, yep. Here are some of the benefits of boredom for your kids from PBS kids. And again, all the sources always linked every episode. So boredom can help kids be present and aware of the world around them. Also, our brains need breaks. So we are so busy trying to do everything all at once. And it's no surprise that stress and anxiety are on the rise. And not just among grownups. Kids' brains need stimulation, but they also need downtime. That go, 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 go. It's not, you're meant to take breaks. (laughs) Right. I just, yeah, that, yes. Okay, go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I just, I think there's so much right now with your kids being sold. They're never bored. There's just not a thing anymore. I don't remember every day after school and every weekend having yeah. something that had to go on. Mm-hmm. And it's more like power to you. To I just don't want to do that. TV even turned off at a certain time. And yeah. It was just static. Yeah. You know I mean? like, it's we, true. It was just the ant. It's just the ant race. <laughs> the reason we get these things is because systems were in place to regulate that. Yeah. And now there's not like, sure, Netflix will go like, hey, are you still watching? But you're still like, yeah, I am. Fuck you. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> Bitch, don't judge me. Couldn't do that to NBC when it <laughs> yeah. shut off. I mean, they did have infomercials, you know, too. And yeah. I did watch those way too much. All right. So another reason is to develop their creativity muscles. Kids need time to think and the motivation to come up with something new. Playing pretend can help children develop social skills and self-control. Thinking outside the box can help them solve the problems that seem small to us, but huge to them. So let's talk about it. Self-control. Mm-hmm. So I really, like I said, I would love to see this connection to addiction and not saying this is an end all be all to addiction. No, problem, like you're not. No, there and are you're so not... many overlaying layers to every issue that we have in society. And so mm-hmm. I'm just seeing a lot of links to this connection of being able to self-regulate and self-control yourself and this need to have satisfaction. Right. And I still like playing pretend. God, <laughs> I still have I my own imagination. Like the things, if someone got in my brain and listened to the shit that I was talking, like was saying in my brain, that's sometimes I, I think scripts. they'd be like, yeah, well, no. And that's also too why I like journal and write because the shit that whatever, like I was just talking on the phone with a friend of ours the other day and I said, God, I just had a whole entire story plot in my head that is so fucked up. And I'm like, now I can't even remember it because it would have been a really good fucking book. <laughs> so if you story. ever, I use Final Draft. It's a script writing program, but it's very user friendly where you can write out your stories so i I would recommend yeah i recommend it it's it's for me it's especially if you're like have good imagination like i have a phenomenal imagination it scares me sometimes because i'm like (laughs) how the fuck did i get from there to there yeah check it out because it's very and i remember when we were in it was definitely elementary school and i actually brought this up to my therapist the other day i wrote a story when we were very young it was a story about this girl and her whole family dies and it's in a period piece and it's taken place where they're you know they live in a farmhouse but they're the only house for miles and so nobody knows that her family died so she dresses in a black petticoat every day and each family member died one by one going down these stairs and the stairs didn't have water on them but something kept making water go down it was a curse their bodies weren't there like so like she never found them and so she could but she couldn't tell anybody what happened 
And so she'd go into the forest and there were always these old people in the forest. And the thing was, there was that she ended up helping them. And the old people in the forest were her cursed family and she had to break the curse. And I remember writing this and like, I not, I didn't get any feedback. I'm sure they're like, bitch, that girl's going to be there. She gets hung up in their like, teacher's lounge being like, be That's aware a- of this little girl. I think I was in second grade when I wrote it oh, and they were probably like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Yeah, she's going to need therapy in the day. <laughs> and I got it. And, I <laughs> and actually, I think I was in it too at the time. But yeah, oh so I just, yeah, I think that's funny. But I, that's a story that I actually want to revisit and revisit fulfill that. it. Yeah, and fulfill yeah. it as an adult. That's because it came from, it came from just sitting. Yeah. These ideas don't come from being go, 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 go. And that's why it's hard being a writer is because in order to do it effectively, you need to have that time. But I if need, you, I can't yeah. just get done with work and then sit down and type it. You know what I mean? I need right. to sit alone for hours, let it come to me. And so that's why... It sucks. Now, some experts worry that stuffing our children's schedules full of activities or leaving them to their electronic devices is spurring a crisis of dependence. High addiction. So we're just talking mm-hmm. about it. I know they're talking dependence on parents, but right. dependence to a drug is, you know, also mm-hmm. a connection. A trend of young people not being able to manage their time or take responsibility for themselves. Some structure is good for children and activities are great for them to learn new skills and to make new friends. But unstructured play helps them develop a different set of important skills and relationships. Creating unstructured time means introducing the possibility of boredom, but also the chance to work through it. Right. So happy medium. Yes. And finding that happy medium. I'm not giving her her tablet as much. I'm not picking up my phone as much. Like these are things that we have to be mindful of, but if we don't think about them or recognize them, don't blame yourself. Right. But like I you said, have the knowledge, do better. Work you know? with it. Yes. yes well, it's like I said, it. I didn't think about until we were talking about this boredom thing and having raging anxiety and like ADHD. I'm more aware of it now only because I've read a ton of stuff that was like, you overstimulating yourself is causing more anxiety. And I know being mm-hmm. on social media that so it's like, I'm only aware of it only because I had to become aware of it. And then also having this boredom knew that we were going to do this episode. The I suddenly became too, more aware of it because yeah, and the problem too, though, is like people brush it off. Yeah. It's just so easy because it's hard to actually have to change. Well, if it was easy, people would, this wouldn't be a conversation if it was easy. Yeah, I know. (laughs) We wouldn't be having this. I talk about this on my other podcast, but my therapist brought this up to me and she said that there's research out there that only 25% of society is wired and programmed to be adaptable to change. Oh, I believe that 110%. Yeah. So think about that 25%. I mean, so it's not saying that you can't change, but you're not wired to- Right. Yeah, because our brains are basically computers. So it's like you're not programmed to adapt to it as well as other people. Right. But there are and tools you can that, And that's it. when you have to break into your subconscious mm-hmm. and start telling yourself that you are able to. You Self-talk is so huge, especially with your And it comes also. from boredom. So let's get to mm-hmm. that, actually. So what do you do when you hear your kids say, I'm bored? These words can cause severe anxiety and frustration for parents. I know for my personal experience. Yep. But there are ways to help your kid and you accept boredom. Mayo Clinic says it's not parents' responsibility to entertain their children every moment of the day. Kids are naturally curious and creative. Being bored helps them straighten their creative muscles and learn to cope with feelings of boredom as they get older. So if they protest boredom, acknowledge their feelings and ask them to come up with a solution. If they struggle, offer ideas that don't include electronic devices. 
So I actually did this the other day because I had to finish work and it was on the weekend and it was something that was like a last minute thing. And so I didn't want her to play on her tablet. And I was like, you know, you got to find something to do. And she's like, I'm bored. I'm like, you have all this stuff here. I'm like, paint, draw, do something. I'm like, you got all of this stuff. And I was trying not to let my frustration get to me. A little came out because it's, you know, obviously, like I said, something we all work on. But after I stopped responding to her, that was the other key thing. Mm -hmm. I just stopped responding and just continued on my work, pretending that she was already doing it. She ended up doing it and she ended up crafting and she made like five paintings. It's not your child's uncomfortableness. It's your uncomfortableness that you have to. And it's the immediate satisfaction of your kid not bugging you. Yes. And again, your kids... (laughs) Your kids feed off your energy, so they know. Oh, they so do. They know. It's... So you, you have. It has to start with you. You have to be comfortable with the boredom, and it's true. I'm not. I have to pick up my phone. I just need to have a box that my phone goes in, mm-hmm. because I honestly think that like that's a step that I need to take because yeah. it's just too. Much. No, I get it. It is knowing that boredom is beneficial for you and your child is really important information, and it's something that we need to embrace a bit more as a collective because. We need to, as adults, be okay with boredom as well. Yes. We need to sit with our thoughts because that's when you connect to yourself. So that's why having a therapist, talking with somebody is a great first step because you need to be comfortable to be left alone with your own thoughts. Right. Sitting with yourself. I also think too, with meditation and everything like that, where people are like, I can't meditate. But if you just sit down without your phone for a little bit, you probably, mm-hmm. you know. It's a transition. Mm-hmm. It's and hard. You- Yes, but it's only hard when you're in the transition. Once you transition mm-hmm. to this other way of life, it just becomes and a way of life. It becomes part of a chore. Instead of a chore, you just do it. So like mm-hmm. instead of acting like meditating for, you know, five minutes a day is a, a chore, all of a sudden it just becomes part of your life. So. And it all circles back to how those first years of your life start. If you're wired for this, it's going to be way fucking easier for you. Right. So there's an amazing quote on Melbourne's child psychology website, which says, children need to sit in their own boredom for the world to become quiet enough that they can hear themselves. But I I love that. Yes, I know. I I want it on a shirt. I know. I was going to say that's really for everyone. Yeah. You need to be able to hear yourself and you can't hear yourself when you're on Twitter and you're on TikTok and you're on Instagram. You're hearing everybody else. And it's what we talked about with the alone time. Being on your device isn't alone time. Yeah. You're hearing everybody else's voice. You're not hearing your own. So exactly. if I wasn't a social media manager, I'd delete social media, but I can't do that. So and <laughs> in, this day, in this day and age, I think that this is something, like I said, that we all need. So my challenge to myself and to listeners out there is to fight the instinct to pick up that device when that urge arises. See how many times you do that yeah. throughout a day. Yeah. We are out of time. So I highly suggest that everybody read the articles linked in the sources for this week, because there's a lot of information on the benefits of boredom and what you and your family can do to embrace boredom in your life. So we will talk to you all next week. Peace out. Thanks for tuning in to Anonymous Mom. Have a question you want answered or a topic you'd love for us to discuss? Email us at anonymousmompod at gmail.com. Or if you want to remain anonymous, Join our Facebook group, Anonymous Mom, where you can post your topic or question anonymously. Thanks for listening.